the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. It's spring, and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call Lawn Doctor today. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com, or call them 401-392-1025. To Petro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, petro.com. It's Monday. It is May 17th. It's going to be a delightful day, delightful week. There's some uh, big news this week with, it looks like President Biden's going to touch down to Rhode Island on Wednesday. He's not officially visiting here. Just using Hillsgrove, uh, using our airport to attend an event, I believe, at the, uh, let's see, he's going to be in Connecticut for graduation and then buddy's uh, touching down but big story obviously is um the situation with the uh, gang violence in providence a full-fledged gang war has broken out you can see some of the stories and then also see some of the video that i shot over the course it really erupted thursday night folks and here's some things to know and that is that they're saying that this summer it's just going to be um heavy heavy uh, gun violence especially involving gangs but especially gang violence gun violence in this in the city of providence you know the city of providence with mayor lorza see to me this is one of the problems when you enact and try experiments in a city uh you try to be like portland try to make providence like portland when you try these experiments as far as set up a sanctuary city where you you know you don't know who's coming and going and some of these uh gangs are gang members actually from other countries and then you allow them to set up residence. When you become the magnet in New England for, l- let's face it, I mean, word has gotten out that Rhode Island, specifically Providence, is a sanctuary city. And it really hampers law enforcement. The other, um, it hampers law enforcement because you, you're not sure who is who and where they come from. Sometimes there are language barriers. Not all the time. And a lot of these gangs, on Saturday there was a shooting. There's a gang in Pawtucket called Bucket West. And uh, one of their members was taken down, was dropped on Saturday afternoon. So then they believe as a result of that, Bucket West, some of their members headed into the Camp Street area, Camp Street area of Providence. They're called uh, Eastside. And so some of their members were at that playground. And suddenly the supposedly the members of Bucket West dropped two of them, put them in the hospital Thursday night. Uh, as we know, there was the, the gang violence that broke out in the city, two rival gangs, one which is uh, Lakeside, which originated in Silver Lake, but some of their members were in the Washington Park section of the, the city. And then Southside came up, rolled up on them, and they exchanged gunfire. Over 60 shots fired. Over 60 shots fired. Uh, two gangs battling it out. Broad daylight. In Providence and then uh, I'm hearing that Friday night might have been retaliation for the shooting from Thursday night so there's a lot of every time there's a shooting that sometimes there's retaliation for that and then um, we're hearing that that someone else was shot in Pawtucket Sunday night and that could be connected to if someone feels that someone is cooperating maybe giving information here's the bottom line there's no accountability they uh, took away the gang database that the Providence police and others had been building Remember now, the progressives say you can't call it, can't call them gangs. They're groups of people. And some of the excuses they give is there's poor drinking water, which that's news to me. And there's poor schools, and that's resulting in all this gang violence. But this is, um, as I said, I said Saturday night, basically, they're turning Providence into the largest outdoor shooting range in the, in the entire state. Like, this is insane. This is ridiculous uh you you can't have the entire population is suffering because of some failed progressive policies where they you know you have elected officials that are talking about open the prisons no more incarcerations defund the police uh if someone is caught with a crime don't cooperate with law enforcement don't keep track 
of who these criminals are. Don't keep databases on that. Make sure you're a sanctuary city. People float in and out. Uh, they bring guns in from all over. And, and then, then you get a situation like this where the police, unfortunately, instead of able to really able to do their job and enforce, you know, strict laws and safety, hold people accountable. Folks, when you think about it, it shouldn't be that safe because the, the good news is obviously the law abiding citizen, law abiding citizens outnumber the criminals. Thank God. At least they, they do right now, but you can't allow the criminals to dictate everything. And right now. Some of the elected officials, um, they are, you know, they're certainly not on the side of law enforcement and the lack of accountability and just the way they view things. It's um, it's a problem. All right. A lot more ahead. Leave it right here. We'll bring you the latest. If you haven't seen any of this, it's pretty interesting. Go to the website, which is depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, and you can see the latest. And then, uh, it, unfortunately, this situation, um, it's, I, I think it's actually, believe it or not, but it's going to get worse. And the people that are going to pay are the residents, business owners in the city. They have to live with it. They have to deal with it. You, you can't have lawlessness. There are ways, there are effective ways of policing and, but you can't, it's not this, it's not always making excuses for people. It's not, you know, coming up with ways to say that they're all victims of the of the system or b blaming white supremacy or there's no like this is foolishness and also when you talk about defund the police abolish the police there are consequences to it there are consequences where people then feel i need to take the law into my own hands and that's a huge part of the problem all right a lot more ahead right here on the john DePetro show well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers that won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time full-time, maybe weekend work, you need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession. MEGA Professionals, call them today, 508 336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Spring is here. Time to contact Bethel Certified Softwash. You can text Jared a free estimate at 401-617-2585. Bethel Certified Softwash. They have a great website. It's rhodeislandsoftwashing.com. Outside your home, let's get rid of the grime and the stains, maybe some of that, that green algae and moss and mildew that build up over the course of the winter call bethel certified soft wash today again outside your restaurant or your home or a roof or a deck or a patio or a walkway it's bethel certified soft wash remember it's biodegradable it's plant safe look for them on facebook bethel b-e-t-h-e-l their facebook page the before and after are just tremendous contact them today for a free same-day text estimate, 
Again, remember, they have a great website. It's Rhode Island Softwashing.com, Bethel Certified Soft Wash and Power Wash. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11, we go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. It's time for politics this week. Joining me, he is the managing editor for AnchorRising.com. It's Justin Katz. Justin, I want to start off. Obviously, uh, boy, things really exploded with the gang violence, the shootings, uh, Thursday night, the mass shooting, and then it continued. There was another uh, fatality, another shooting victim Friday night, and then Saturday what we're learning is there was a um, shooting. Someone was killed in a gang in Pawtucket, and then in uh, which is often the case, two members of Pawtucket then retaliated, and they went to Providence and opened fire to Camp Street. And then there was another shooting actually uh, Sunday night. And again, I'm hearing that that is gang related. Um, But what I want to just get your reaction to was I had the opportunity and we'll talk about all aspects of it. But on Saturday, I was on the scene and caught up with that state senator, Tierra Mack, a big activist, Black Lives Matter member, is progressive socialist as you can be. And um Boy, her thoughts, if this is a local leader, they're, they're certainly not going to do anything to solve this problem. So I want to just start off with your thoughts on, on this is an elected official and her view on, on what's happening. Well, yeah, I, that, was an, that was an excellent uh, on the street interview with her. I was, uh, it was very informative. I thought brought brought kind of her perspective to light. One of the things, obviously, as a politician now, you, you kept asking about abolish the police and she was trying to back off that. Uh, you know, oh, well, you know, we need to give more help to people. And what strike, what the, really the central thing that struck me in that conversation you had with Senator Mack is this idea that people are, we need to, well, criminals don't come out of systemic problems. We need to fix, uh, I mean, just uh, they come out of systemic problems. We need to fix housing. We need to fix education. And the question I keep bumping into my mind, having lived in this state for a while, Whose fault is that? Whose fault yeah. is the bad education system? Whose fault the, uh, is, is the lack of affordable housing? It's not Republicans. It's not conservatives. It's teachers unions and government schools. It's zoning restrictions. And so when you add that in, these are progressive problems we're facing in Rhode Island. And when you, when you throw in a lot of the I don't know, matches in that Tinder box, it seems to me, things like the rhetoric about uh, about um, police, uh, defunding police, as you were trying to get her to admit, uh, opening borders to to often gang members from other countries. I mean, all these things start to come together. I mean, they're really what you would do to destroy a nation. That I mean, that's what I see when I when I when I see somebody like Tiara Mack talking is just this this. I, I think in her case, it's probably just a lack of. Cons- lack of reflection on what the effects of cause and effect would be, but they're really destroying the country. I mean, you've got gang violence in Providence. One of the, one of the saving graces, if you look at any, any of the indexes that try to compare states on a broad measure, rather than just say taxes or just something healthcare or whatever, when they try to put it all together, one of the areas Rhode Island always does well on is crime and violence. We always right. do well. We're not a violent area, not a lot of crime, but I wonder if we're losing that now because of the inability of, well, in particular now the, the mayor of Providence, you know, with between uh, between the inability to control the streets with, with off-road vehicles, uh, to the talk about all the, the distracting talk about how white supremacy is everywhere because they found a couple flyers on the east That's side. Right. Yes. To, to, some of the, the all this rhetoric from Mac and others about abolishing the police and how everything's a systemic racist problem, that is having an effect, I think. And I think that's really where you, you, you we need a lot more journalists going up to these progressive legislators and saying, does it seem strange to you that this is after after all of this? We're, are we now more racist than we were 10 years ago, 50 right. years ago, 100 years ago? No, it's your policies. And I think a lot of people, more people need to start asking that question. And what I thought was extraordinary was it was happening in real time. She lives on that street. And it has showed me, Justin Katz, that basically, and I, I know this doesn't 
how this I'm not sure how this sounds, but like her in, in other words, she has no solution. She's useless in a situation like this. This is, you know, right across the street from where we were standing. A, a rival gang members showed up and opened fire at the playground. If, if she was there, was she going to start talking about water or schools or asthma or systemic racism? And like her she has no plan. And not in real time. I was trying to think, of, you know, someone that saw it said it's like you call a plumber and you need your drain unclogged. And the person starts telling you, well, you got to understand this climate change and the way this neighborhood <laughs> was built and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, hey, listen, I need you to understand. Yeah. Like, there's some you're not getting problem. enough fiber in your diet. Yeah. <laughs> this is like lunacy that we're talking yeah. about. And, and it's not dealing in reality. Like, obviously, yeah. there are some functions of the police but what I was trying to hit at, and I'm glad you picked up on it, was, <clears throat> you know, this is one of those individuals. They were encouraging the kids to walk out of school and, you know, blank the police and abolish the police. There's a cause and effect where if you push law enforcement over to the side, you get this type of lawlessness on the streets where when you think about it, if the police aren't in the equation, if you're – home justin was broken into and, and there was no police you'd start to investigate and go around and start to it's as if they are really marginalizing law enforcement but then they want no accountability on what their actions are exactly i mean it's just uh it's exactly as you say if you come up with somebody and they're they're bleeding on the street you stop the bleeding and yes. that's what police are for. Right. In this, you, you can t stop the bleeding and then talk about the person's diet or talk about how they shouldn't have been climbing up the ladder like that or whatever it was. You stop the bleeding. And she, she can't say that. And that's no. really telling. That is really telling. And their solutions are wrong, too. I mean, we're, we're having gang violence because they don't have affordable housing. Which, what really jumped out at me was that I, I remember very distinctly a lot of these same the protesters we see, we've been seeing all along right after the. Uh, President Trump was elected. We're out there in Providence calling it white supremacy to move out of the city into the suburbs. Well, how yep. do you get more affordable housing if everybody's staying in a city? You can't. If everybody has to stay put, the prices just go up. It's, That's right. it's just it's just bizarre. Even the most rudimentary education, which is which, I you know, I have to kind of agree the root of our problem is education. It's not because lack of education necessarily leads to gang violence. It's because lack of education prevents people from seeing what lunatic policies we're implementing around here. It, it is. And, um, and again, folks, our segment is politics this week. And Justin, just also, you know, this was a Saturday. So <clears throat> if we want to just talk like in, in, well, I wanted to in reality with her. So right now, what about parents that want to use the playground and bring the kids down and they can't, it's closed off. Why? Because some people came out and then they were firing and shot two people, by the way. One I'm learning is the son of a local activist. And so there's, there's cause and effect. But what I found with that Senator Mack is, number one, there's no accountability on the individuals that committed the act. Number two, there doesn't seem to be any type of you know, idea of the ramifications for what about someone that says, listen, it's Saturday. I only have the weekends off. I want to take my child to play at the playground. And the playground is closed and, and roped off because – there was a, a brazen broad day, you know, sh uh, shooting. So it's as if the, the people, because of those things that she listed, what about the regular citizen that doesn't feel safe on the street and or want to do something as simple as bring their child to play at a playground? Right. And I think that's that's why in, in polls nationally, you tend to see that the people in these in, in inner cities and, and in high crime areas want more policing. <laughs> they they yes. don't mind the police. They want them there. They know they're generally there to help. And accidents sometimes happen, but they they want more. And I think you you had a very you put it perfectly when, when you, you you were saying, well, there are always criminals in every society that you have to deal with. And she refused even that. I mean, this is just a, right. a basic lesson of all sociology, all history, some you're going to have people who break the law, who do things they're not supposed to, for whatever reason, whether they have mental problems or they're, they're, out, they're selfish and want to get something for nothing, whatever it is, it's there. It's the human condition. And I think that, that spoke really to, in, a, in just a short interview, you hit a lot of almost uh, almost metaphysical points, but that spoke to the, the progressive idea that we're, we can be perfected. We're just perfectible. There's no such yeah. thing as original sin. There's no such thing as bad people who just go wrong and you 
all you can do is keep them from hurting other people. And I, I think that gets starts to get reflected when you see this attitude of letting people out of jail. You know, whatever. Yes. Criminal, the criminals aren't we, criminals aren't really criminals. They're victims. So we we can't punish them. So we we've got to make life easy on them. No, we've got prisons to keep them away from the public. It's not punishment. It's separation for protection. Yes. It's That's right. It, it just they're, they're so they're so out there that I, it's almost no wonder they can't answer a question on the crime because they really have no idea. Their their way of thinking their way of thinking prevents them from even. Th- even considering it almost. Yes. And on top of that, this is this is just some local activist. She's not only an elected state official. Good luck for someone that tries to, you know, uh, knock that person out in an election. But Justin, this is someone who's given time at a press briefing. And, you know, she spoke that Friday, the day after the, the mass shooting on Thursday night. And, and again, it's, you know, the problem here is they use the, as you know, systemic racism. On Friday, she even said it was a problem with asthma and water, you know, it's it's everything other than trying to deal with the situation they're looking at. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. A lot more. Justin Katz, managing editor, anchorrising.com, right here on the Jonathan Petro Show. Mega truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508 336 2110. 508 336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, F-H-W-A inspections, and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508 336 2110, 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA truck and trailer repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110. It's MEGA truck and trailer repair. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401 401- 321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. It's spring and time to call J. Cannell Engineering today at 401-351-7600. J. Cannell Engineering, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, pretty soon it'll be warm. It'll be hot. Why not have central air for your home? Call J. Cannell Engineering today, 401 401- Three five one seventy six hundred. Remember, with JKL, estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. In the winter time, JKL they can reduce your oil bill by as much as ninety percent. It's going to be a hot summer. Call JKL Engineering today. Be nice and cool in your home this summer. Call JKL four zero one three five one seventy six hundred for fifty four years. JKL's reputation second to none especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL, they do it right. They do it right the first time. They're an approved National Grid VPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering today. For light for Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401 351 7600 401 351 7600. It's JKL Engineering. Our segment is politics this week. With me is Justin Katz, managing editor, anchorrising.com. Justin, I want to stay on Providence just for a moment because um, this is also a different backdrop of Mayor Lorza was on scene on um, Saturday. I saw him Thursday night. He was on scene for the mass shooting. And then I was interacting with him on Friday at the uh, press conference at the public safety conference. I'd like your thoughts on 
he he's in a difficult situation because number one, he's the mayor, but he's also seeking, as we know, statewide office. So if politically now, if you don't always want to be on every time the shootings have become associated with you like the you know, the, the mayor of mayhem with with what's going on. But what do you think this does for the backdrop of Mayor Lorza that he has one mantra? We need to get these guns off the streets. And and again, I don't think that is really the heart of this thing. And I really don't think that's the solution. No, well, I, I think you're right on all counts. I mean, what you want to say about Alorza is, I mean, I think even when he was elected, we talked about how he had no real qualifications. You know, right. what, what has he ever run? What has he ever done to show he's, he's qualified to be the mayor of a sig- significant city? And I think this is what you start to get. I mean, you, you can coast pretty far when you when you live in a state, as we said earlier, that that has very low crime out just generally. You can you can pretty much coast for a while. But when things start to go wrong, that's when you need a leader. And that's where I don't know. There There is a path through this where he comes out being associated with crime in a good way, as in I'm stopping it. I mean, think of say Rudy Giuliani in New York, you know, you're, there is a path there, but again, it's, it's just like with Senator Mack, they're just, they forbid themselves even from thinking about it because they've got to know the solution is not, I'm going to come out here and proclaim more gun grabbing. That's just ridiculous. It's, it's ludicrous. Nobody believes it anymore, except maybe a handful of, of activists. What's needed is here's how we're organizing the police. Here's how we're going to make your neighborhood safe today. We're not just going to try to buy guns off the street. We're going to make your neighborhood safe today. Increasing patrols. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. They can't. They, they can't do it. So they're, they, they could identify, you know, they could even identify things like, hey, let's, let's open up after COVID lockdowns, which has put a lot of people in a very, really damaged people's mental health and put people in a, in a precarious situation financially. Let's take that away. We're going to work on that. There are a lot of things he could be doing to try to reduce violence to address this problem, but they're just not able to do it. Right down to, I mean, if you even want to go a few steps along Tierra Max Road, right down to education, what's the plan to fix the schools? There's no plan. That's right. We're talking about feet mm. touching. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So these are all the things we're, we're not allowing ourselves to talk about in Rhode Island. And I think it it starts to go back to a longer term narrative that those of us on the conservative side have said a long time. One of the problems in Rhode Island is there's so much going for it, a state geography, our location between Boston and New York, all that our history, restaurants, all that cultural stuff. There's so much nice here that we allow ourselves to be abused uh, by people in power. And I, I think it starts to go back to that is things have been so relatively easy for governing Providence and Rhode Island, uh, at least in recent decades, that that they have no they have no clue. And, and it could come back to bite everybody real quick. And it seems to be. And you know what else, Justin? <clears throat> Providence right now seems to be this. This is a result of failed progressive policies, such as when you have a sanctuary city. So then you really don't have a handle. Everyone that's in your city. <clears throat> Criminals can be very transient if they're not citizens and they move around. That's number one. Number two, if you notice now the new lexicon is mayor lorza says you don't use the word gangs they use groups of people in 2017 they got rid of the the gang database so what happens when you have a shooting like thursday they're trying to determine who's in this gang who are these people where do they live police don't have that readily available the gang members that were shot i'll still use the term they wouldn't cooperate give their names at the hospital you had to bring police in to identify who's in the bed over there in the corner Who's in the next room that's going into surgery? When you erode the data that, that that was being used in law enforcement, because that's your progressive experiment, we're no longer going to call them gangs. They are groups of people, and you don't marginalize them and keep you know criminal records on them and police intel. And then things start to spiral out of control. If without it, also, you take away you know what would motivate the person from this section of the South Side to come into Washington Park. And shoot that. Well, if you had your database, you'd know these are, quote, rival gangs. And when this person was arrested, it's because they hurt this one. But if you erase all of that, like this goes back to 9-11 when we lost track of them in the country and you can't profile in that way. I mean, there are effective ways to do it, but it is certainly not the way that Mayor Lourdes is guiding this whole thing along. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's if you... A lot of the specifics in those that anti-database 
push were yes. was just foolish. I mean, is I mean, yeah. even down to even to where it almost sounds the most reasonable. You know, if you can't keep track of the racial compositions or that kind of thing of of the gangs, that's where you need to know, right? You need to know are these people fighting over ethnicity if if you know that you know it's it's mainly among hispanics on this side of town and now you're starting to say see black kids from that side of town in the same gang that gives you information about how you're how to how to what's happening how to fight it who to go to to get information about them and if you've got cops on the street all the time who are talking to people getting known in a neighborhood they know who to talk to who, right. Hey, who's this? I mean, watch any. I mean, I've been watching The Wire recently uh, on HBO. Yes, they they know they have leads. Okay, this yep. drug guy can tell me where that drug guy is, and I can get information. And it's not a racist thing. That's who's there. But no, the progressives they want a database of every legal gun owner in the state. People That's who right. pack up their gun in a figure in a in a safe you have to use your fingerprint to get into and go once a week to shoot at a range. They want to know about that gun so they can come and get it if they ever have the power to do it. But they don't want to know who's shooting each other on the on the street corners. It's it's so it's surreal. And Justin, you know what else? And again, folks, our segment is politics this week. <clears throat> the the many the the majority have to suffer because of the failed uh, policies the progressives want to put of the few. For instance, think of, and let's be realistic, what this does to the, first of all, Providence last summer, you know, if you're a resident or more importantly, a business owner, you had to deal with the negative headlines of the protests. Well, let, let's be honest. I mean, this this is just as bad. It's bad PR. Um, and I'm sure, you know, Mayor Lorza doesn't like it as he's trying to now, you know, get ready to run for governor. But Rhode Island is small. Based on these types of headlines, because of their progressive policies of and these people like Mac defund the police, as you say, open up the prisons and do that type of thing. As a result of that, the majority have to suffer. You then have the neighborhoods are not safe. You have restaurant business owners that say people seem to be afraid to come into the city because of their failed policies. Everyone has to suffer and there's no consequences for the few. And I also wonder, you know, this business of everything is blaming gun and I saw one of the community activists saying we need even stricter gun, you know, legislation. That is that is not as Justin, you and I know that that is not, you know, the key here. I was trying to point out to an activist that on Thursday night at the mass shooting, I said, you notice right now this street is probably the safest street in the city because it's 25 police officers on it. And the same thing with Saturday, you know, police act as a deterrent, law abiding people feel safe when they see law enforcement with, you know, in the aftermath of the shooting, when you have, you know, five, six police cars on a street and you have, you know, 10 to 12 police officers notice there's no crime on the street after the shooting with their presence. So when they talk about defund, abolish and the negative image, they continue to perpetuate uh, amongst the community against police. It, it really hurts everyone. It does. And I mean, there's there's no no real there's no excuse for this. I mean, a lot of it, we've got data and, and studies back years. There's an excellent book by Malcolm Gladwell talking to strangers. I highly recommend but there's a section in that book that talks about a lot of policing strategies. And one of the lessons is the heavy policing strategies, even the stop and frisk type stuff. Uh, that's useful and helpful and brings yeah. down crime in yeah. areas in, in high crime areas. The problem is when police start doing it in the suburbs and stuff. That's where you really run into problems with with bad things happening because it's just not needed. Uh, but the but in the progressive mind, that's that's racism. Oh, you're not frisking people in the suburbs. You're frisking them in the city. Well, that's because that's where the crime is. We're trying to stop the crime. And it's and more than anything. I think it's this the institutional, the, the progressives undermining the institutional utility of the police. And just like they're trying to do with education and undermine our freedom as a country and, and call us a racist country, that's, they're, they're making it so that people won't trust the police. And, and as, as you indicated in your interview with T.R. Mack, that's part of the problem. When they're, when they're engaged with a police officer, train them to not think this is a person trying to keep my neighborhood safe. You're trained them to think I could die right now because this cop's yep. going to shoot me. That's it's, it's not true. First of all, statistically, and it's, you're making the problem worse by creating that, that friction. And, but again, and again, as we say, people, responsible people in high crime areas want the police because that's why we have our governments run a police force to keep us safe from criminals. Um, the, writer Glenn Reynolds on instapundit.com often likes to say that 
have the police not to protect people from the criminals so much as to protect the criminals from the people. Because I think what you're going to start to see, and it might be why, it's probably why we're seeing gun sales explode, is people sense that the law is not being enforced. And so they start to take matters into their own hands. And I, I think that would be the next terrible step in Providence is when people get over the shock of actually having gang violence on the streets of Providence and start saying, well, I guess I've got to protect my own family and That's right. neighborhood patrols. And, and we saw some of this in other places in the country with where uh, neighborhood patrols were up on their, they're up on their store roof with guns to try to keep the rioters away from their, their businesses thing. And that'll be the next, you'll know the next level of, of Providence Armageddon is happening at that point. Folks, another quick break, a lot more. Justin Katz, our segment of politics this week, right here on the Judge Picture Show. For all your tree needs, call the tree trimming experts in Lincoln. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today for a free quote, 401 401- 439-6028 Yankee Tree Service 401-439-6028 Fully insured tree removal company with a licensed arborist Yankee Tree Service they provide various tree services including tree removal pruning land clearing stump grinding and bobcat service check out their website yankeetreeservice.com whether it's for tree removal or stump grinding Yankee Tree Service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps. Tree pruning. You know, many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down. The licensed arborists with Yankee Tree Service, they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree. Emergency service or bucket truck service. They'll get up in the bucket. Call Yankee Tree Service today for a free quote. 401 439-6028 439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401 401- 272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could de- be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly totaled vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police Fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. Our segment is Politics This Week, but speaking with Justin Katz, the energy editor at AnchorRising.com. Justin, I want to stay with Providence, just one more uh, part of this, and that is the fact that, so you had this administrator who was arrested, uh, assaulting, if you want to say that, obviously bizarre inappropriate uh some form of where he goes up to this young boy in a gym in warwick and says can i give you a foot massage but it's it's interesting to me now the backdrop of that that did not happen in the classroom where i'm not making any type of excuses but now as a result of that rain and weingarten head of the aft coming in town this wednesday and see to me i view this as they want harrison peters who's the superintendent under and Fatih Green, they want him to resign for even hiring this guy. Um, this becomes gamesmanship 
where they feel they can really sense blood here on the education commissioner, Bonte Green. If they can knock out Harrison Peters, that's a huge loss for her. That, you know, delays the whole thing with the state takeover. Uh, you know, this battle is really ramping up. That's what you're going to see. They're going to make that, you know, the guy that was Harrison Peters, they're going to end up, you know, they're really going after him full throttle to try to get him to resign. Yeah, I mean, online, a lot of the chatter I'm seeing among the union types is they're, they've got Infante Green on that list, too. Uh, not wow. just to go straight to her, but the the idea it's such a strange story. And I, I, it's if, if we were kind of a responsible society, everyone would say, yeah, that's kind of a tough one to see coming. Uh, so let's, let's cut some slack to the people who hired him. And, you know, unless the yeah. guy comes in and is asking to, to you know, Rob Harrison's feet or something, that, that would be a sign. But just the, the idea that this so quickly goes back to enforcing the status quo that hurts children. I mean, to me, that's a lot more abusive, according actually to Tierra Mac. Our education system is failing the student children of Providence. Well, what are we going to do? We're going to spend weeks talking about a strange administrator who's allegedly uh, wants to give children, young boys, foot massages. I mean, it's almost a similar problem. He's a problem. Address that. Stop the bleeding. And right. let's get back to reform. Instead, nope. instead, they want to say, oh, look, this problem is evidence of why we can't reform and right. fix our terrible education system. It's, it's demented. It's really demented. And in, in a, it's, I really don't understand why there aren't more, more parents and, and children's advocacy groups coming in to say, you know what? You need to stop. This is just abusive. We are years, years now into after that, that report about how terrible Providence schools were. And we've done nothing. Nothing. And Stop it's all it. gamesmanship right now. This is all gamesmanship because if they can knock out Harrison Peter, that's a win. And then if they could actually knock out Chase Way Fonte Green, they stand there and say, now what are you going to do? Now give us the contract we want. None of this has to do with education. This all has to do with, again, the union trying to get the contract that they want. Right. And notice notice how self-reinforcing it is to the union's benefit. The worse they the more they make it that anybody who comes in to help with reform is afraid they'll be busted for some little thing or they'll they'll have the spotlight on them or people will be watching them, always looking for what's wrong with them so they can use them as a weapon against the uh, the commissioner and the superintendent. You'll get fewer people who want to help reform the 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 city's school system and so you'll end up getting more and more strange people because That's they right. are the ones who are going to say you know what i'll yeah whatever give me a hundred grand and i'll come in and try to sure. i'll phase that fire down and so it's reinforcing the, the harder they make it to actually reform the more likely they make it they'll get people who are, aren't capable of reforming the more likely they'll make it that nobody ever has to reform and we'll we'll be 10 years from now 15 20 years from now we'll be looking at another study that shows the things have even gotten worse what do you um, make of Governor McKee now seemingly is traveling around with the banner that says one million vaccinated? They displayed that number. Somebody came up with it at the briefing. And now whenever he's making appearances, they actually put that up behind him. All due respects, I know he's new. I know they're trying to latch on to something. Um, people are liking it to, you know, the whole thing when uh, President Bush had the whole victory banner behind him, mission accomplished. Um, after the Iraq situation. But I, I don't know, there's just something lacking about one million vaccinated. Well, actually, we know that, you know, a lot of people, you need two vaccines. So it's really, it's not that because that would be everyone in the state that had it. And that's not it. Um, you know, the mission accomplished. What, what do you make of this banner of one million vaccinated? Well, I, you know, I... <laughs> Is it's it a relatively it was it's not effective i don't know who's benefit it's for um uh, who are you congratulating what are you doing it's not like that's going to inspire people to go get vaccinated it's at most they'll say oh i, I don't have to go because so many other people have uh but the so i it's it, to me it's just a sim symptom of how unfortunately political the whole thing has become in fact at his the speech he gave in front of that banner mckee was saying was was saying we heard president biden's challenge and we're showing that we're up for it or something to that effect right. why bring biden into it at all yeah just, you, you, that's i mean just just go ahead do the thing uh, you know let's get the covid thing over with and move on with our lives but it's it's all just so 
so I don't think political. it resonates, you know? I don't think anyone is sitting there saying, imagine that, look at that, one million vaccinated. Like, I, I, I think, <laughs> I don't know. I know someone politically said, we're going to have you linked with that. So now the banner's traveling with him. So someone then put, like, notice that everywhere he goes now, they have the banner, one million vaccinated. There's just something about that that, I don't think that matters to, as you and I both know, the business person that can't get anyone to come into work. There's a worker shortage. I, 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 I don't, I don't think it's a win. I, I don't yeah. think it goes along that it's, I don't think it's going to accomplish what they want. I think, you know, people not wearing masks, uh, trying to get people back to work, some semblance, getting kids back in the classroom. I think that's going to be stronger. Just against, I also want to ask you on Saturday night, I was actually appalled by this. Now we have the problems uh, the Middle East, but that that was a, a very raucous, incredible free Palestine rally. And, you know, no one will. I, I, I was just appalled at the, the people that they basically the locals have now. And that was well attended. It started at RISD. So it was kids from Brown and RISD. But they had some of the, the local groups in the Providence Socialist, the Providence Union, um, but there's just no way that anyone can decipher the fact to me that they've now linked Israel in their mind is now Trump because Trump was a, a good ally to Israel. Israel, obviously, it's a horrible situation with the Palestinians. But let's make no mistake about this. Israel's trying to live and find a way peacefully to live with the Palestinians. The Palestinians have said with Hamas, they want to drive you know, the people of Israel, the Jewish people, into the sea and destroy them. But that that was a that was over 500 people chanting free Palestine. And, you know, what do you expect these poor people to do? And this is a, I think we've headed into very dangerous territory here. Yeah. What do you expect these poor people to do? Well, maybe not shoot 2000 missiles indiscriminately. Into That's your right. Into your country. Yeah. Maybe that would be a good idea. I don't know. You know, it, this is everything just seems so canned. And predictable to me with all of this like suddenly we were on the verge of a supposedly impossible peace in the middle east i mean for four years yeah. we haven't heard anything about it now suddenly biden's in the white house and <clears throat> excuse me and palestine's back in the news and this is an issue <clears throat> and it seems like it's this year's excuse to riot yes basically yeah no it has in fact become like forget the police to the side we're going to jump in on the side of you know, the, 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 the Arabs, the Palestinians, they now have become Israel is police and Trump and the, you know, the Palestinians, they have now become the Black Lives Matter Antifa crowd. So it's it's kind of the same game, but it's just we've kind of switched the, the, the jerseys on the players. Yeah, like they they need those like the uh, billboards that have the, the it's more like a TV screen so they can show all kinds of different ads. They just need signs that, you know, they can switch depending. Today we're rioting for abortion. Tomorrow it's right. going to be Black Lives Matter. The next day it's free Palestine. But a lot of this, this one especially predated Trump. I mean, there were oh, there yeah. were kind of anti-Israel uh protests on campuses and stuff going back years it's just a shame to see it come back because it it was starting to feel like we were close to a solution over there yeah folks um and finally justin katz i um i'm a little well thrown i was just going to say that the speaker the uh, fire at speaker sakachi's office the the lack of curiosity uh just in in watching the story develop last week when the the fire the state fire marshal showed up on the scene last wednesday he said the fire started inside, but it's going to be impossible probably to figure out how it started without really investigating. And then in an interview with the Providence Journal, the Warwick fire chief said, oh, we think the fire might have started outside with a brush fire. I mean, they can't even get their story straight. But I mean, to me, you know, the, just the fact that out of nowhere, the new speaker four months into his first session and um, and his law office turns into a three alarm fire that some of the people that are investigating in it before they even investigate say we we don't think we're ever going to be able to determine the cause i find the whole thing very suspicious things just don't light and go to that level um i'm not sure exactly where this is going to lead but i think um more importantly the larger issue is just the fact that people they're supposed to be investigating can't even get their talking points right 
Yeah, and it's it's going to be important on this one. I mean, you've got a new speaker, just as with an office in Warwick, just as Warwick firefighters overtime is becoming an issue and legislation that, that enabled that, that starts to feel kind of suspicious. And so even if there's nothing there, pure coincidence and coincidences do happen, the people people need to have confidence that something was yeah. investigated thoroughly and that there's no, especially something like that, because at this point you're, you're dealing with uh, agencies of government that people rely on to keep them safe. They right. come in your house when you have, often when you, if you have, if they have an EMT squad, they come in your house when you're having a heart attack or whatever, you need to know and feel you're, you're safe. And you're also debating them often at town hall over budgets or whatever. And you need to know they're responsible people who aren't going to you know take it out on you if you disagree with them in a, in the political realm. And so it's a, it's an area we really do need some clarity. Folks, he is the managing editor at anchorrising.com. He's Justin Katz. Justin, great job. Stay safe and we'll talk to you again. Thank you, John. Keep up the good work. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA, Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokers for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. You can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, if you want to get a hold of me, easiest thing to do is log on to my website depetro.com d-e-p-e-t-r-o.com now there you can if you want to listen to the program listen live you can also contact me that way that's the easiest way to get me an email if you'd like to advertise on the show we also have all our links to social media we have uh, links to twitter or facebook or instagram are also on YouTube. You can also read many of the exclusive stories that we do. We have exclusive video. You can also shop and get some of the merchandise. And at the same time, if you ever miss an episode of the John DePietro Show, if you ever miss a segment, you just log on and right at the top, it says radio show. Click onto that. It'll bring you right there and you can listen. It's all in the library fashion. It all starts by logging right on at DePietro.com. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, is brought to you by Brother's Disposal. Call Brother Roland today, now offering weekly trash collection services. Brother's Disposal. Look for them on Facebook. They have those purple dumpsters, and the Facebook page stands out, purple and yellow. Brother's Disposal. Again, offering weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate, 401 688 0517. 401 688-0517. Come on, brother. Call Brother's Disposal today. Put a purple dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're doing some spring cleaning, or maybe you want to clean out that basement, the garage, the attic. Call Brother's Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster in your driveway. 401-688-0517. And remember, now offering weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate. It's Brother's Disposal. 401 Six eight eight zero five one seven.